Hello, all, and welcome to another episode of Another Day in the Life of Renee. My last episode was a little bit of information about breathwork and meditation and reasons why and kind of some of the foundational steps of how to. And for the most part, I anticipated that further episodes of this podcast would be more about uh, other various topics. However, uh, I did get several people who were hoping I would post a guided meditation. Um, I didn't anticipate doing this, and there are definitely several other guided meditations you can find or follow online. Another great app you can check out is an app called Insight App. Um, you can I have the free version, and it works pretty great. You can search through several different guided meditations, and uh, or you can just do silent ones with timers or set music and create your own. So I definitely uh, encourage you to explore some of those options or different things online. I don't consider myself an expert, but I figured I would share one of my own since it was requested. Why not? Um, in addition to that, this specific meditation is one um, that is going to be cued to be seated for the first portion of it and then actually laying down in what we call shavasana for the remainder of it. Um, I realize that especially under quarantine situations, a very quiet, seated, or lying down meditation may not be available to everyone, especially if you have... Perhaps children. Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what it's like where you are. But uh, in addition to this meditation, I'll also be posting a second shorter one um, called the Tree Pose Challenge, which is, I think, a little bit fun. If you do have kids, they might do it with you. Um, and it's a welcome brain break. And for me, before I got into seated meditation, I actually did that pretty regularly. And it was very helpful for me because I'm basically a giant child stuck in an adult's body. So um, with that said, um, I am going to go into the, the seated meditation. Um, it's good if you can find a nice, uh, comfortable seated place, whether it be on a yoga mat or a chair, anywhere that you can have good breathing posture. But uh, also figure out where you might be able to lay down. If you would prefer to stay seated and not lie down in what we call shavasana, then you're more than welcome to stay seated and just ignore the cues I give for people who are lying down. Um, but right now, if you need to get out a yoga mat or maybe some soft padded blankets or make yourself a little space that you can easily transition from a seated position to laying down, if you're going to do that option, then this would be a good time. I invite you to pause this and go ahead and get that set up real fast before I dive into it. And without further ado, I invite you to find your nice, happy, seated spot on the ground before we go um, into Shavasana. You can sit crisscross applesauce on the ground. Uh, I like to sip it, sit in half lotus, which is basically just that, but bringing, um, I like to bring my left, you can bring your right foot um, on top of the other. Um, you can sit in a nice chair. If that's really uncomfortable for you, you can sit on top of a pillow or some padded blankets. Uh, whatever is most comfortable for you. 
uh, as long as you can have a nice, good posture. So go ahead and find that nice, comfortable seated position. Go ahead and make sure that you're sitting up nice and tall and straight. Your shoulders should be nice and relaxed. They don't need to be scrunched up by your ears. Uh, your core should be engaged. Again, we're not sucking our stomach in, but we want to be cognizant of our uh, core muscles, especially the lower belly, because we're going to be using them for breathing. And then just making sure that our face muscles are nice and relaxed, our brows aren't furrowed, and our jaw isn't clenched. Start bringing the attention inward and towards your breath. Maybe see what your natural breath is like right now. If it's more shallow and choppy, if it, maybe you're anxious, over overthinking it, or if you have nice, deep, easy breaths. And we're going to go ahead and find our Ujjayi or ocean breath. Um, if you listen to my last episode, I talked about that a bit. And um, I'm going to explain ocean breath again just real quick. Um, I think it's important to use in practice if we're going to do it properly. And the ocean breath or Jai breath is really just if you, again, think of fogging up goggles on an exhale and making an audible uh, exhale then you're gonna get a sound when your mouth is open. So I, go, I um, want you to do a couple of those big deep ocean breaths. Go ahead and inhale to the count of five. One, two, three, four, five, and then hold that breath at the top for an additional five or as long as you can, and then use that constricted ocean breath, that <sighs> breath to slowly exhale for ideally 10 seconds. And when you're, when you're doing that ocean or your dry breath, it is, that's really what it is. It's a constriction of the throat that allows you to control your exhale. It also does a lot of things, um, anatomy mods that are very helpful, which is why you can do it. Um, and it's suggested that you do it throughout a full yoga practice going into different postures as well. Uh, but that is an entirely different conversation I won't go into. So I'm going to go with a 5-10 interval because that's uh, nice and easy and accessible for me. You can go with 4-8 or less or you can extend to higher, but that's just going to be what I go with. Feel free to modify uh, throughout this practice. So find your nice seated happy spot and we're going to go ahead and count on the inhale to five. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Hold for one, two, 
three, four, five. And then try and exhale. You can do it with your mouth open. That breath for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And really try and draw out that exhale. And just go ahead and do this breath on your own a couple of times. Let's say four or five times. One, two, three, four, five. Hold. One, two, three, four, five. And then exhale for one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And just continue that at your own pace. And now we're going to try something a little bit fun uh, that might take some of you outside of your comfort zone. Um, and that is we're going to do an ohm. Um, and if you're new to oming, I definitely was not about it. I didn't understand why it was done. It seemed very strange. Um, but it has quickly become one of my favorite parts of my practice, even though I generally just do one or two ohms to start or end. Um, although sometimes I do more because it is it can be fun. If there's more than one person that you're with or quarantined with or around currently, then it can be really fun to see what kind of sound you can get as a group. And if you're by yourself, it might just be mentally good for you to hear your own voice and make some noise, even though uh, you might not have somebody there to talk to consistently. Before we, before we actually practice oming, I just want to clarify, some people are like, does it have any inherently like religious connotations or anything like that? Um, om, along with other chants that are done, are what we call a mantra. And mantra literally translates to mind tool. 
So this is just another way that we can direct our focus inward on ourselves and our body and our breathing, as opposed to what's going on outside of around outside of us or around us. And so um, it's really just exactly what it is, a mind tool. So, and it's kind of fun. Again, it takes people sometimes out of their comfort zone a little bit. Um, and if you really don't like it, you can just do deep breathing instead. That traditional ohm sound that you've become accustomed to hearing is actually a combination of sounds uh, that are executed on the exhale. So that breath that we were just doing, um, ohms are made on the exhale. So like for instance, during yoga teacher training, um, you know, at the very beginning of our course, our ohms were a little bit shorter and weirder. Not that we didn't have weird ohms later on, um, but they definitely grew longer and um, in depth as as we went along because our breathing did. I usually notice that my ohms towards the beginning of a practice will usually uh, not be as lengthy as say at, at, at the end as well, because generally you've kind of settled into your breathing better. But the three sounds you're essentially trying to execute on that exhale is ah, like A-H-H-H. If you put your hand uh, over your heart as you make that ah sound, you can tell that that vibration um, and the different parts of your body that are trying to execute making that sound um, originates more so from like your chest and your throat area. Like that's where you're going to feel those vibrations and um, your body putting more effort into making that noise. Whereas uh, the next one is going to be ooh. And if you put your hand maybe a palm or so away from your belly button or like a little bit above there, you'll notice um, that you feel it in that sound in your body more there. And the third sound we're trying to execute on the exhale is mm, just literally lots of M's, like something tastes good. Um, and you'll notice that you feel that sound uh, even lower in your body. So the noise that you know as oh, is actually not just like trying to sound out the letter O. It's actually trying to transition from making that ah noise to the ooh noise. Uh, to the mmm, and doing so uh, within that exhale, that breath, which is why uh, the longer you can learn to control that exhale, it's just kind of adding another layer onto it. Uh, now you're using your vocal cords as well on that exhale. So just real fast, try inhaling, holding, and then on the exhale, make that ah noise on the exhale. So. Uh... 
And then on the next inhale, go ahead and inhale, hold, and then just make an ooh noise. So, ooh. And then last but not least, go ahead and inhale, hold, and then on the exhale, just make the mmm noise. So, mmm. And so, what we can do next is just try and combine all of those things into a fluid ohm. Okay, so the next step is going to be combining those three separate sounds into one fluid ohm on an exhale. So the next thing I'm gonna do is do two inhales and then hold and then exhale as usual with our ocean breath. And then on the third inhale, we'll hold and then I'm going to exhale into an ohm. And then after that, I'm going to do three more solid ohms. So you're more than welcome to join. So go ahead and do a nice inhale. Hold for one, two, three, four, five, and then exhale. Using ocean breath, do that one more time. One, two, three, four, five, hold, one, two, three, four, five, and on this next exhale, we're going to try adding the ah, ooh, and mmm all together. So go ahead and inhale, one, two, three, four, five, and hold. Uh... We're going to do that three more times. Just oming, though. So. So that is how you ohm.
Now you know how. If you hate it, you don't have to ever do it again, but I like to do it at the beginning and the end of my practices. Uh, my voice is a little bit shaky because I did go running. I probably need some sugar. Um, but that's the basics of how you ohm in yoga. And it's just another tool to get you to focus. And now for the more relaxing part of our meditation, we're going to go into Shavasana, otherwise known as corpse pose in yoga. And it is just as relaxing as it sounds. So you're going to go ahead and move from your nice seated position uh, to laying down. Uh, if you have a blanket or a pillow uh, that makes it more comfortable, you can certainly use that. But uh, I personally, I do usually just lay flat on my yoga mat. And you're just going to want to find yourself as relaxed as possible. Your legs can kind of like open and splay out. Your arms should be just relaxed. Um, head, neck, and shoulders. You're just going to want to let yourself melt into the ground. So go ahead and let yourself get nice and situated. Fully relaxed. This is the fun, relaxing part of, of the meditation. And you can let your breath be natural. Notice any concerns or worries or stressors, maybe from earlier today, earlier this week, just the general sense of uncertainty and worry that is floating around right now in general. If any of that is popping up or lingering in the mind as you try and find yourself in relaxation, go ahead and welcome it. Because those stressors are there. And there's no reason to pretend that they're not. Uh, I would even suggest giving that feeling of worry or distress or whatever might be on your mind uh, a specific color. And just let yourself be saturated with that pigment. Invite that stressor, concern, or worry to come sit with you for a little bit. And just sort of notice how your body carries that stress. Maybe you're tense in certain areas. Notice how it weighs upon your, your breath differently. And I welcome you to just kind of sit with that, that slight discomfort for a bit.
And as you're imagining yourself in this kind of cloud of color and stress of whatever's been on your mind, I want you to go ahead and slowly start to inhale and then hold that breath at the top for a little bit. and release. And just slowly I want you to start letting go of that, that tension and that worry. And as you do so, just imagine that, that color of stress and worry slowly dissipating and lifting away as you breathe through it. Noticing any tension in your head, or face, making sure all of your muscles are nice and relaxed, jaws unclenched, Making sure your neck, shoulders, just letting them melt into the ground. Your belly muscles, they can be relaxed now. Working that relaxation down to the hips, the thighs legs and toes. Maybe letting out any last wiggles in your arms or legs, fingers and toes, before letting your body come to a nice relaxing stillness, but remembering to breathe. maybe as this cloud of stress and worry and tension slowly lifts and dissipates and floats away, it's replaced by a nice, warm, radiating light. This warm, radiating light that promotes a nice, calm state of mind. And we're going to do a few uh, controlled breaths and invite you to have you know, your palms facing upward and relaxed. And as you inhale, to kind of curl your hands into a fist upon the inhale and hold. And then upon the exhale to release and let them fall back to the ground. So you can go ahead and do that during these next couple breaths if you would like. Go ahead and inhale, one, two, 
three, four, five, and hold. And release. Go ahead and inhale again. One, two, three, four, five, and hold. And release. Gonna do this one more time. Go ahead and inhale. One, two, three, four, five, and hold, and release. Go ahead and let your breath float back to a nice natural pace. Just, just go ahead and let yourself let go of any remaining tension. Just sink into the earth. Nice, easy, natural breaths. And when you're ready, go ahead and start bringing your awareness back into your body. Maybe wiggling your toes, your fingers, your arms and legs. Slowly begin to open the eyes. Roll to one side. Just kind of relax there for a bit. And slowly make your way back to a nice seated position. We're going to do one more inhale and then an ocean breath and then an inhale and we'll go ahead and end on an ohm. So let's go ahead and inhale. One, two, three, four, five. And hold. And... And then on this next exhale, we're going to go ahead and ohm. Um. 
And that is the end of today's practice. Again, I have never done anything like this over uh, digital media before, so I'm not too sure how that's going to work out, but uh, I thought I would at least attempt at sharing how one of my usual uh, meditation goes, because some of you were curious. There's lots, of, again, I really do suggest the Insight app. I think uh, it's one of the better ones out there, especially with its free options. And I'll try and go ahead and get up a tree pose one as well as soon as possible. If you guys have any feedback or anything like that, I would gladly take it. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.